You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. I wonder about Liz Truss. The same thing I wonder about someone who was raised with great wealth or had great wealth and lost it. Is it better that you never had it to begin with than to, than to have that fall from grace? You know, would the person who knows what it's like to be wealthy because they experienced it and they, they enjoyed travel and they enjoyed a wonderful home, a large home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera and then all of a sudden they, they no longer have those accoutrements of wealth, would it be easier for them if they'd never been wealthy to begin with? Would it be better to have never been the prime minister or to be prime minister for just 44 days? Or as I expressed it in a tweet minutes ago, it's four Scaramucci's, okay? She did get four Scaramucci's. Do you have any of that audio, TC? I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability. Families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent. And our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. I was elected by the Conservative Party with a mandate to change this. We delivered on energy bills and on cutting national insurance. And we set out a vision for a low-tax, high-growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognise, though... Given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. It's really amazing. She took office just 44 days ago. She will become the shortest serving prime minister in British history when she stands down. I can't imagine that she's even unpacked in, in that amount or, or had the opportunity to hang a, a picture. But I'll bet on balance if you said to Liz Truss today, if you could back up the and she did shake the hand of the queen. That's right. I mean, my God, that's the most amazing thing. Was that 24 or 48 hours under 48 ahead like a of her a passing half, a day and a half? So you think that makes it worthwhile in and of itself? Like I do. she was the final prime minister to to greet her majesty. I mean, I, it, the whole thing is surreal. But yes, that has to be some part of the calculus. Mm. Would have made for a good poll question. 
Would have made for a good poll question, but, but we have it happened too late. <laughs> but we have a good poll question, right? And a lot of people have already voted on the poll question. And I want to talk about the poll questions generally. So I hope that you will indulge me. I think yesterday was a record for weekday voting: twenty thousand three hundred and ninety-nine. A reflection of uh, not only I think interest in the question, but also the ease with which we've now made it possible for people to go and. Vote at Smirconish.com. Would a candidate's belief that the 2020 election was stolen preclude you from voting for them? 91.52% said yes. And remember why I was asking this question. I was asking this question because the New York Times uh, had on its front page a really interesting result talking about how people are worried about democracy But they're not going to vote on that issue. Voters overwhelmingly believe American democracy is under threat, but seem remarkably apathetic about that danger, with few calling it, few calling it the nation's most pressing problem, according to a New York Times-Siena College poll. In fact, more than a third of independent voters and a similar, pardon me, a smaller but noteworthy contingent of Democrats said they were open to supporting candidates who reject the legitimacy of the 2020 election as they assign greater urgency to their concerns about the economy. More concerned about the economy than they are the country's faltering political system, more concerned about the economy than they are abortion. I said, hey, I wonder what our audience thinks. And I'm shocked by the result. I'm shocked by the, you know, the 91 to 9 result. Uh, I'm in the category. I, I think it's a big problem if a candidate won't buy into the legitimacy of the 2020 election. But that's where we were headed yesterday. Today's poll question. Would an indictment and or conviction of Donald Trump result in civil unrest? Hat tip to Jackie Tucker of Stouffville, Ontario, One of the many who has used the button right below where you vote on the poll question to suggest a poll question for the website. I switched it up from what she said. She she said, if Trump gets sent to jail for his crimes, will this cause a civil war? The way that it's been phrased, and I hope you'll go vote, is would an indictment and or conviction of Donald Trump result in civil unrest? Uh, TC, would you like to hear, the answer is yes, would you like to hear some of the other suggested poll questions that have come from the audience? No, actually, I'm I'm keenly interested in this because, as we've said, we often get feedback, sometimes constructive, sometimes not so constructive, to the polling department. So the polling department would like to hear what others suggest for polling questions. Well, let me say say that there's a lot of good fodder here, not worded in a way, not worded with the precision that I would use or I try to use with the daily poll questions. What I also like is that there's there's gender balance and geographic balance in terms of that which has been Where submitted. They come from, and this is just a smattering of what's come in. But we didn't cherry pick just so I could say, oh, look, our listeners are everywhere. This is just the way that they rolled. Uh, Amy Davis in Raleigh, North Carolina. Should presidential candidates be required to pass an exam in order to run for the senior most office in our country, i.e. like a bar exam, on the Constitution, our history, constitutional amendments, foreign affairs, and policy, etc. I get the point, and I like the idea. And, and you're not the only one, by the way, to have suggested, Amy, something similar to this. 
others have raised in a security context, the lack of vetting of presidents. And I've noted many, many times, you know, if you want to serve in the cabinet, if you want to serve in a, a senior level of position, hell, if you want to serve in a in a minor position of the government, but you've got access to some of the principles, you're going to be investigated. But if you run for the top office in the land and you get elected, it's presumed you're trustworthy. I think there's an open question as to whether Hillary post uh, handling of the email server could have if she were anybody else, if 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 with that issue looming. If she were anyone else looking at a cabinet position, I don't think she would have passed the security clearance necessary. And of course, Donald Trump, any number of things in his background would absolutely have precluded him from being cleared for a senior government position. But you get elected to the top job, you're in. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Matt, Boston, Massachusetts, in what year will the first fair U.S. election be fraudulently overturned? And then his choices, thank you, Matt, before 2024, 
2024, after 2024, never. In what year will the first fair U.S. election? I notice he's not limiting it to, uh, well, maybe he does mean, maybe he does. No, he doesn't. Before 2024 would mean non-presidential as well. Uh, In what year will the first fair U.S. election be fraudulently overturned? I hope never. I hope never. But I don't know. I, I I don't know, given the number of people who are running for office right now who do not believe in the uh, the outcome of 2020. Uh, Lise Belton from Salinas, California. You find these of any interest? Very or are you much dozing so. off. No, 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 no. I, I am the content themselves. That's what's most interesting. Is it OK if I just give my answer as I as I pass judgment Please. on the worthiness of, of whether they're a real poll. You're passing judgment. I feel like, I feel like answering them. Yeah, okay, I feel like answering fine. Okay. Uh, Lise Belton from Salinas, California. Do you trust your local election officials to call the legitimate winner of midterm contests? Very interesting. And when you say Lise local, do you mean really at the precinct level or are you extending it all the way to the state? Wait, that's a verbatim. I would put that poll question on there verbatim. Would yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I would just want to flesh out oh, local. You're I just want to. You're tweaking. Do you? Because, I, you know, do, do I do I trust the people who when I go in there, I'm not going in to vote anymore. I'm, right. I'm doing it all by mail. But OK, the people who receive my mail ballot, do I have faith in them to call the legitimate winner of midterm? I do. I do, too. I do. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, too. Now, if Doug Mastriano were to be elected governor of Pennsylvania and appoint a secretary of state, would I worry? Yes, I would worry at that level. Yeah. But I'm not worried. I'll take you at face value, Lise. I'm not worried at the local level. Uh, Russell Pierce, Staten Island. Do you believe our form? I have to go back to Staten Island for a, a book event. I got to do that. At some point in my life, it's on my bucket list. Why? Because I was there once and one person showed up. You need to make good. You need a victory, I need at need least victory lap. two people. Victory lap. If I could go back to Staten Island, it was a bad day in can a we, bad place. Can we but, rustle people up? Can we just... I think it would be a very funny event to do. I think sometimes it's good like, if something bad like happens in a certain place. for one. Right. You need to... You need to no. No, for many is the point. for one. No, no. no. But then I walk in and there are six people and I would It'd feel wonderful. Happy. It's a low bar. <laughs> Russell Pierce, were you the one person who came to see me in Staten Island? Maybe. Do you believe our form of government is viable if only one party retains power? Do you believe our form of government is viable if only one party retains power? I, I, am I believing you to say, is our form of government viable only if the Democratic Party? I mean, we don't we have divided. We have divided government. And I think we're about to get a lot more divided government. I don't know, Russell. I'm not into it, quite frankly. Do you believe our form of government is viable? Can I just say something? Um, only, the, yeah. I would say that I just want people to feel better as you're discarding their poll questions. I would say oh, this that is a good what we do. nine out of ten of poll questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is what we do here. Nine and a half out of ten poll questions that I suggest are roundly discarded and, and, and usually like, can't you come up with something better than that? John Myers from Kansas City, Missouri, <laughs> to fight climate change, should the U.S. Congress implement a law that all new residential residences must include solar panel systems that provide at least 50 percent renewable power? Um, no, would be my answer. Well, John, I, I like 
I like the subject matter. I think that's too much too soon. And please don't confuse me with those that I'm watching who are saying, oh, my God, Obama, he wants everybody driving an electric vehicle. Do you know how much that's going to cost? At some point, we need to pay up. At some point, we need to pay up because without resolving the climate crisis, none of the rest of this matters. In the same way that I feel about the basics of democracy. I had a great conversation with John Meacham yesterday. Uh, please look for that as a book club podcast release if you missed the conversation. But we were talking about exactly that. Stephen Newberg, New York. Should a committee be formed to oversee Supreme Court recusals set standards for when a nominee can be brought in? Again, I mean, too many thoughts going on there, Steve. A, f- a committee to oversee Supreme Court receive. What are you getting at exactly? Are you, is this like a Ginny Thomas kind of thing? I, I don't know. I don't feel the need to have a committee to oversee Supreme Court recusals. I, I don't see evidence of impropriety. You can disagree with their findings. Uh But no, I don't think that's necessary. I don't like that as a poll question either. In an open election state, would we get better candidates in a general election if during the primary people were allowed to vote for two people, regardless of party affiliation, understanding that the top two candidates could be two Republicans or Democrats, says Rob A. in Wilkes-Barre, PA. Rob, aren't you discussing, aren't you framing ranked choice voting? Amen. I'm all for it. I mean, why not just make it a question about ranked choice voting? This is like the best lightning round ever. Bob in Sarasota, Florida. Would a Trump indictment be a deal breaker for your vote? Okay, now this is really interesting. It's a question for Trump for Trump supporters. I mean, it's it's really not a question for a broader audience, but I think it's a very good question for uh, those who are inclined to vote for Donald Trump to say, okay, what if he's indicted? Like, what if Merrick Garland, what if uh, in Georgia, because of the uh, the perfect phone call, just find me 11,000 votes, what if Donald Trump is indicted? Would people who otherwise are poised to vote for Trump going to back off from their support? Interesting. I don't know how I I don't know how I would narrow it to just Trump supporters. I can't stop the non-Trump supporters from, you know, sort of... Um, Voting and and again, sure. screwing up the result, but I like I like it. I like yeah. it very much. You know, I, some of these could be good as a phone segment, as a topic of conversation. Kind of doing that now. Well, no, no. I mean, in, in its entirety, are you going to let people call in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure, good. sure. But good I, I'm 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 only a third of the way through the list. Oh, good. Um, Settle in, folks. But I like that very much. Would would if you are a Trump supporter, would would his indictment be a deal breaker for your vote? Yes, I like it very much. Okay, how about Andy Riska in Davie, Florida? Uh, have we already slow walked into the beginning of World War Three? Huh, like that. Have we already? I mean, look at the look at the lead story today at Smirconish.com. The lead story today, the so-called must-read of the day, if you go to the website, don't just vote and run, okay? Look at look at drops. Buy some detergent, please. Uh, Look at our sponsors and look at all our content. You will see that the lead story today is about threats to the utility grid in Ukraine. And we don't talk enough about it. I'm going to make sure we talk about it tomorrow because I've I've got the the head honcho, the big mahoff of Gallup, 
coming armed with data, and you don't even need the data, you know this to be the case, that says that Americans are just disinterested. For, for example, notice what I said at the outset. We're, we're, we're talking about what for the midterm? Is it abortion? Is it inflation? Is it crime? We're not even talking about Ukraine. And yet, potentially, to Andy Riska's thinking, maybe we're slow walking into World War III. Like it, Andy. I like it. Uh, how about this? Jacob, Toledo, Ohio. Does U.S. democracy face a bigger threat from the left or the right? Jacob, that would be a 95 to fiver, and, and appropriately so. I think you can blame the left for lots, but you can't blame the left for a threat to democracy. Like if you wanted to say, is the United States threatened by the left or the right? But if you're tell, if you're asking me, Jacob, in Toledo, Ohio, are we facing a bigger threat to democracy from one one extreme or the other? It's got to be the right. I don't think there's any question there. I mean, what what's the left doing to upset democracy? Are you is this like Stacey Abrams won't accept losing to Governor Kemp four years ago? Is that where you are? I don't, you know I don't I don't think there's parity. I don't think there's parity there. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. 
Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Uh, Pete, hi, in Connecticut. Greetings. What did you want to say? Yeah, uh, I wanted to respond to the poll question you had yesterday. Um, mm. I think the biggest problem we're having is that uh, all these election deniers uh, are, are just the symptom. The problem is, like we were talking about in those uh, poll findings, is that the electorate is for authoritarianism. The electorate are the ones, I mean, it's not, it's not just these people who are running. It's the people who are backing them. And there's a strong amount of people from independents and Republicans and a little bit of Democrats. It's scary. That's, that's the can problem. I give you, okay, can I give you a different, can I give you a different take? They're, they're concerned do, about, they're, concern, they're concerned about it, but they don't think it's imminent. If they thought it was, and maybe my glass is too half full, if they thought it was imminent, then it would take precedence over the economy and over crime and over everything else. But, they, you know, they're watching it. They just don't really think January yeah. 6th represented such a threat. Just like 1930s Germany felt that way. Could too. be. That's, I mean, yeah, I, 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 get, I, get, I get your point. Thank you, Pete. Uh, I teased with Kathy from Stellite Beach, Florida. Stellite? Stellite. S-T-E-L-L-I-T-E. Stellite? I don't know. Look it up. Um, see where it is. I'm, I'm not sure which coast it's on. All right. Here's her question. Does the U.S. have the world's highest percentage of prison population because of unwanted children and no access to safe and legal abortion? Yes or no? It's um, Satellite Beach, Florida, and it's on the uh, East Coast. All right. Thank you. Well, typed out here, Stellite. It makes more sense. So, Kathy, that's really provocative. And you know you're channeling Freakonomics, don't you? Because when Levitt and Dubner came out, and actually they were relying on they were relying on someone's data, and damn it, I can't remember his name, and I, I should because he's been a guest of mine. But they talked about the relationship between legal abortion and crime, and and what did they say? They they said that a lot of, and man, this is a real overly simplistic summary. But but when you've when you've got unwanted pregnancies carried to term. And it makes intuitive sense. Then you're going to have kids and then young adults who grow up unwanted. And they're going to commit crime. Stephen Levitt and John Donahue. Donahue. Yeah. yeah. And Dubner. And Dubner. Donahue's the guy. John Donahue. Thank you, TC. So, yeah, that's a really interesting. That is a really interesting question. Uh, Rick, you're in California. Greetings. What did you want to offer today? Hey, good morning, Michael. First of all, I wanted to uh, tell you how much I love your show. And Thanks. I really appreciate the changes to the website. Uh, Amen. I don't know if people have gotten a chance, but they really need to check out the virtual tour of your office. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> okay. First of, first of all, uh, Jose Melendez is from, I think he's from Florida. He came up for the unconvention, and I met him. He did it. Uh, by day, I think what he does, I think he creates virtual tours for homes. And so out of the blue, this guy enters our orbit. It so often happens where we get to know our listeners well. And because he had seen limited glimpses on YouTube, he created a 3D version of the studio and did a damn good job. So I reach out to him to thank him. 
And he then says, he said, you know, I could really do a better job if you take a 360 of the studio. And I trusted him, and I did. Now, of course, the airport hangar does not really exist. And, you know, my car is not parked downstairs. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, he, so he took some liberties. But it, if you really scrutinize it, he exhibits such a knowledge of the program that I was blown away by it. So thank you for noticing that. My question was about the air, airplane. Do you actually have a, an airplane with your name on the side of it? <laughs> yes, we do. And, and I, I shall be flying it with John Travolta right, right as soon as the show ends. Uh, what did you want to okay, say my, seriously? My, my comment was that your change to the poll question changed my answer. I do believe there will be civil unrest. I don't think it will go as far as civil war. Interesting. Okay, because I I did tweak it from the way that it was submitted to me. Yes, she said, will it cause civil war? I I did downgrade it to civil unrest. I I don't know. I I don't know that there are people out there, proud boys or otherwise, who are going to take to the streets if Donald Donald Trump gets indicted for the Brad Raffensperger phone call in Georgia. I mean, who's coming out? I don't know. I think January 6th proved that there will be civil unrest. The potential definitely exists. Rick, thank you. And thank you for thank you for helping me tell everybody we created something really special uh, in the new Smirconish.com. And just look at the voting. It's because people aren't getting bombarded with the ads. So they so they know that it's easier. What, over 9,300 votes already? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're talking about? Ira, greetings in New Jersey. Hi. Hey, Michael. Thanks for taking my call. How are you? Go ahead. Yes, sir. Um, I have the fairness doctrine. Um, I think it needs to be reinstated. I think it would make a decent poll question. Um, and you talked about it a couple of times. I just like yeah. it. And uh, by the way, if you go to Staten Island, uh, I'll be happy to go and be number two people. You'll be my my P one, my P plus one, whatever they say. Uh, hey, absolutely. Um, two two things. Number one, do you know Westfield, New Jersey? Yes, quite well. Okay, because you know the, the story of The Watcher? It's it's like the hottest show on Netflix now, and it's about that family a, a half dozen years ago. They move into a house, and some creeper starts sending them letters. Yes, yes, yeah. it made the local news as well. It's unbelievable. Well, tomorrow, the guy who broke the story for New York Magazine, on which the Netflix show is based, is going to be here. Uh, as to your serious point, yeah, I, it's a great question. It's a, it's a great question. I would have to explain to people what exactly the fairness doctrine was, uh, yeah, what the logic, what, what the lot. And I'm conflicted on it because I, I'm a, I believe in the market. We've got so much choice out there, but people aren't exercising it. Hence my pitch to change the channel instead of saying, let's bring back the fairness doctrine. But I like it very much. So thank you for that. I, like- I, I think it's, oh, damn it. I didn't mean to cut you off like that. But thank you. Uh, Rodney, Lansing, Michigan, would you be in favor of a complete constitutional rewrite to update to our modern era? A complete, I mean, there are a lot of elements of, it's an amazing thing. It's a miracle, actually, when you think about a a group of men getting together. Yes, they were men. Yes, they were white men. Wait until you hear what's coming in the second hour of today's program, by the way. Um, It's an amazing thing that they were able to, you know, sit together. These are like guys in their 20s. And write a document that would live so long. Are there parts of it 
that I'd like clarified and buttoned up? Yeah, for sure. Not the least of which would be the Second Amendment and resolving once and for all what does the militia language mean. So I like that poll question. Okay, how about this? Tori Jekyll from Madison, Wisconsin. Compared to 30 years ago, today's candidates for political office are higher quality or lower quality. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And I obviously think lower quality. I think that I think now, I mean, the the, the credentials have gone out the window. Uh, Knowledge, intellect, education, just not necessary. Lauren Boebert, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, it's, it's just it's unbelievable. I like that question. Very good. This is Jane in Pennsylvania. Jane, greetings. You most wanted to say what? Hey, Michael, how are you? Hi. Um, I just wanted to say that for days and days and days, we were talking about Fetterman, and you'd like to talk to about it, talk to his doctor. You'd like to hear from his doctor. So this article that came out that he has a report that he's okay from his doctors, and I didn't see it in any of your newsletters, and I haven't heard you talk about it. Are you holding me accountable? No, I, I'm <laughs> holding you to, to be to be even. Well, okay, here's what I would say in the spirit of evenness. Yes, John Fetterman, one of John Fetterman's doctors has written a letter saying he's in good shape. I'm paraphrasing. I thought of putting it in the newsletter today, but I didn't um, because I had 20 other things that I, I thought were more important. But as you can tell from me taking your call, I'm happy to discuss it. I think what I called yeah, yeah, for yeah. was, I think what I called for was the release of his medical records. That's not what this is. I'm not going total fox on you, but I am going to note that I took interest in the fact that the doctor who who treats him and wrote the letter also is a a $500 campaign contributor to him. I I wish that weren't the case. I'd like to think that this is just like not somebody who's got a partisan interest, but just a person who's his doc. Uh, $500 is peanuts. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I'll tell you this, Jane. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really interesting to watch that debate next week. Are you aware of this? Wait until you hear this, TC. Listen to this. Uh, it might be Game Six and it might be Game Seven. I'm not sure. Yes. No. Yes. No if one the will Philly, see it. If the Phillies and Padres. Who does that help? If it's the 25th, because I, I the 25th is it's my mom's birthday, so I know the date of the debate. Mom, mom's turning 59. Yeah. Next week, of course she is. So. Um, but if the Phillies go to six games or seven, I don't remember which, it will conflict with Oz and Fetterman. That is insane. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know what? Whatever happens, the clips will be – the clips will – thank you, Jane. I do appreciate your call. And Jane's right. Jane's right. John Fetterman's doctor says, uh, you know, he's in, he's in good shape. So, yeah, that could happen. That could actually happen. It would be game seven. It would be game seven. It would be game seven, Tuesday, October 25th at okay. 8.03 p.m. All right. Well, the series is tied 1-1. Yeah. Series is now tied 1-1. Yeah. And I think they come to Philly for three and then would go back to San Diego as, as necessary. Again, don't hold me to that. My man card's been pulled because I haven't paid enough attention uh, uh, to it. Um, uh, your human card? Your human card. Truly. Right. For, for the Phillies. Thank you. Uh, okay. From Fred Weiner. How about this? From Damascus, Syria. Listening to the program and also voting on the daily poll question wants this to be a poll question. If proven that arms provided to Ukraine.
contribute to U.S. inflation? Should we redirect those funds to Americans in economic difficulty? I, I mean, I don't know because I'm 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 not sufficiently bright uh, in matters of economics. I don't quite understand how the money that we're giving to Ukraine would have a direct relation to U.S. inflation. But, Fred, you do bring up an interesting thing that I I wanted to make reference to, and I'll make reference to it right now. And that is that Kevin McCarthy, who some think will be the next Speaker of the House, I don't know that it's a foregone conclusion if Republicans take the House, if he's the, the Pelosi replacement, but it looks that way. He and Mike Pence have a division on the issue of support for Ukraine. And I think McCarthy is more representative of a lot of Republicans, particularly in the Senate, even though, of course, I know he's in the House. I don't think that Ukraine is getting a blank check when they are next in need, which I'm sure is going to be soon. Uh, the connection to inflation, I, I don't know that, that there's a causal connection there. But might the mindset of Americans be, hey, we've got a lot of problems here at home. Why are we giving them so much money? I think so. And I think we need to continue to give them a lot of money. I think they need it. I think they're fighting our fight. Here's another one. Bill Kokum from Baton Rouge. Bill, I hope I did right by your name. Do you think Ron DeSantis will benefit in the 2024 election by his handling of Hurricane Ian? I'm a thousand miles away, although I do have a vested interest in Florida's recovery. I think so far, so good is my perception of DeSantis. There's still time on the clock. I think that his initial handling of it was favorable. If the rebuilding takes uh, the causeway has been open to uh, Sanibel, that's stunning to me. I don't know how they were able to pull that off. Um, You know, if people don't get the relief they're looking for, maybe it comes back to haunt him. But my impression so far is is a favorable impression. Hi, Joe, you're in Pennsylvania. Your comment is what? Hey, Mike. Yeah, I'm from uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, your old stomping grounds. Nice. Long time listener, 20 years. Thank you. I wanted I, I wanted to make a comment from the woman in Florida about the, uh, I guess, basically a, abortions and the future of these people committing crimes. I, I would rephrase my question back to her and say, are we willing to forgo the future geniuses of the world by not advocating adoption? Because Steve Jobs was adopted. I think the only thing of value that I can say to you is that those communities that are going to eliminate abortion on demand better have a social safety net ready. I agree. They better have a social. And that was the takeaway that I had from Freakonomics 20 years ago when I when I first read it. So you, you can't just you can't just force uh, pregnancies to term without being ready to care for those that were otherwise unwanted. And we knew it and we knew it. Thank you for these excellent telephone calls, and thank you for these wonderful poll questions. We'll, we'll ne- the, ru- the well will never run dry with all of these suggestions, and I might choose to do this on a regular basis, just run through them, because they're, they're also topical. It's a nice way to do headlines, but from a different angle. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. 
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.